As crazy as it sounds, people still tend to look down upon the less fortunate, not once wondering if they were okay. Being a good Samaritan for someone was an awakening. Have you guys ever felt that awakening feeling when you realize how you could help other people? Because helping other people isn't always conventional. Anybody can uh, take that on. I'm sorry, I was so engrossed in the story that I absolutely missed the question. Can you repeat that, please? I sure can. Um, have you ever felt that awakening feeling when you realize that you could help other people? Gabe? Um, oh, thank you. Uh, I'd say, yeah, definitely. And I think the awakening feeling happened when I realized that the only thing that separated me from the people I was helping was the blessings of God. And, you know, when I realized that I could very easily be in that situation and uh if i was in that situation i'd really want someone to help me and it wasn't until i really began to empathize with the people that i was helping that it really just changed my life and perspective uh, you know my dad has a saying it's when god when it's uh when god blesses you you increase your standard of giving not your standard of living and that's how i've tried to really live my life because you know the only thing really separating us from other people is the grace and mercy of God. Not that God doesn't have grace and mercy on them, but you know, just how much he's blessed us and been fortunate to us. Gabe, I completely agree. Um, Maya, you said in the chat when you wanted to become a teacher, can you uh, expand on that for me? Um, I've always loved working with kids. Um, it kind of just, it's amazing to just see how their minds work and, um, to just see them have fun and not really like worry about anything. And they're just kind of like around playing. And, you know, I've always wanted to work with kids and it didn't click <laughs> until, you know, recently that I was like, oh, I could become a teacher. That's possible. And, you know, I realized that teachers, you know, when I look at my teachers, they, they're amazing. They, they're like superheroes in disguise. Um, you know, they're always, they're always there when you need to talk to them. Um, they, uh, they, they drop bombs of wisdom in the most sneakiest ways possible. And they just, they're amazing. And so I was like, if I, I have a chance to do that, then I want to. Maya, um, can I just say that everybody deserves that one teacher? And I feel like you can be that one teacher to a whole bunch of kids. So thank you. Um, Madeline? Um, I discovered like during quarantine, since I couldn't be physically there for other people, I realized that my friends have a lot more going on that they let on, but just to be there for them, I just, um, I like to call them every once in a while to check up on them, and some of them say it really helps, and just not to talk about it specifically, but just having a great time and just goofing around really can really help somebody and brighten their day. And I would know that personally because people who do that to me really brighten my day and just, yeah. Exactly. Um, 
See, with, when it comes to Madeline, you just kind of gave me a little something. Um, when it comes to brightening people's day, um, quick little little snippet, little about Drea moment. Uh, when I was about three or four, uh, I decided that I wanted to be a pop star. And I would have concerts and, you know, go around to people and sing to them. Um, because I really thought I was going to be a pop star. And as I've grown up and talked to those people that I used to sing to, it was always, Dre, you know, you really used to make my day. I was like, you know, I, I had another awakening moment. It was, oh, like me at three and four years old, I was helping people. And I feel like that's kind of where my awakening began and my 11 year old self, you know, with the woman in the park kind of, I guess, finished said awakening. And I, that was the moment that I realized that I have to help people. Do I know what I want to be? No, I got like three more years for that. But I do know that I need to help people. So, uh, can I ask you a question, Drew? Of course. Um, so, when it when it comes to community service, do you think, or just serving others, do you ever find it to be challenging, or do you think that there are things that you need to take care of within yourself before you go and help other people? Definitely. Um, there have been times where I. I couldn't go serve my community because I couldn't serve myself first. Um, and I feel like that comes with the the saying, you know, how can you fill somebody else's glass with an empty glass? And taking the time for yourself is very important when it comes to helping other people. Because if you are, you know, if you can't help yourself, how can you really help other people? So it definitely is important to take that time for yourself before, you know, helping others. And another question for you. Um, what would you, what advice would you give, I guess, to someone who's apprehensive, uh, apprehensive of stepping out of their comfort zone and helping other people? Like what, what would you say to those people to kind of, I guess, motivate them to, to help others? Ooh, okay. Um, I wouldn't say throw yourself in there because I know that that can be seriously overwhelming and can make you even more apprehensive. Um, I would say start with the little things, maybe helping around the house. Like you don't have to step completely out of your comfort zone to go and help strangers. You can help the people that you know yourself and, you know, kind of expand and build to the point where you can go and help strangers. Do you take precautions when helping strangers? I do um, now because as, you know, 11 year old Drea was very extroverted and went to go talk to a random woman in the park, uh, Stranger Danger. Make sure you guys, you know, stay safe because um, there, are, there are hundreds of different ways that uh, 
my awakening could have gone wrong. But I believe that um, that God was there, right there with me um, because he knew that that was my awakening. Uh, so it is very important to take those precautions, um, making sure that you're not going out there alone and that you have uh, a way to contact people if necessary. Yeah. Um, and Yulua asked if I could elaborate on the fact that of, you know, going to charity kitchens. Um, charity kitchens are, I don't, I don't wow. Um, I feel like charity kitchens are great. Um, you know, helping people when it comes to food is very, very, very important because um, you know, without charity kitchens and people going to go feed the homeless, there wouldn't be um, many ways for these people to get food. So that is very important. Um, go to your local charity kitchen. And yes, any little you can do community service in more than one way. Um, my community service record is very... Uh, very all over the place, actually. Uh, I've fed the homeless, I've tutored, um, reading the kids, charity kitchens, um, picking up trash in the park. Like, I, you know, it's a kind of whichever way I can help, I try. So there's definitely that. This is awesome. Um, Drea, thank you so much for pouring out your heart for us in this way. And I have a question for you. Um, and I, I'll have to admit, it's, um, uh, what do you call it? It's kind of a statement more than a question. <laughs> um, I want us to, yeah, it is more of a statement. I would like for TA Tigers to begin to change the narrative as it pertains to serving others. One of the ways that I wanna encourage us from this moment forward is to be mindful of the language that we use as it pertains to serving others, right? I loved, uh, I think Ayana said something about rehoming clothing. Um, and I know some of this language might be what people call like foo-foo, like not, no, fooey language. Like it's like kind of like unnecessary, but I think the point that I'm seeing a need for is to use language that encourages the dignity of others, right? So what, I mean, maybe we can kind of brainstorm right here. What could we call a kitchen that prepares meals for people, get, now listen to this, who prepares meals for people who are unhoused, right? So instead of that's a homeless person, well, maybe that person just doesn't have a house, right? Uh, or doesn't have a house like we have a house, right? But what can we call that kind of kitchen instead of a charity kitchen? What do y'all think? 
Let's give it to Drea first. <laughs> Any thoughts? Um, I'm I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Definitely <laughs> thinking. Cause that is it's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yo, what about this? Now, what's the other word that Christians like to use instead of charity? What's the other word? Do y'all know? Love kitchens. Love. Iniolua. Yes. That was the word that came to mind. Love kitchen. A love kitchen. Like, do you see the difference? Do you? I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. If y'all don't see the difference, it's okay. You don't have to say you see the difference. But do y'all see the difference? Love kitchen versus charity kitchen. Drea, you are a queen. You have inspired me. Um, I hope that, and I, it looks like you've inspired your team here. And my hope and prayer is that you have doubly inspired each TA Tiger that includes staff and faculty um, to be about God's business and loving others and caring for their dignity, as well as caring for um, their personhood and making sure that everyone has some, right? There's an organization, I think in DC, it says, so others may eat. Um, and it, it just makes me think about the ways in which we could live our lives each day to make sure everybody has something. Thank you so much, Drea.